Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. We are super excited to be here. Today we are talking all about how to train yourself to be a better web developer. This is obviously a super important topic because we are in a, a field that is ever changing, right? Technology is changing every single day and there's new things thrown at us. AI is the big buzzword now. And so uh, we want to talk about some ways that you could become better, some ways that you can continue learning. Uh, and something with learning in general in life is something that we should never stop doing, but especially with web design, we always have to continue learning. Otherwise, you will fall behind and you won't stay up on the latest and greatest trends and best practices. And uh, you'll be uh, putting out outdated work and outdated uh, information and all that. So um, we're gonna be talking about that. But before we dive into today's topic, let's go ahead and meet our awesome panelists. And so uh, starting with Mike. Oh, cool. Thanks, Tim. Hi, everyone. My name is Mike Devitt, uh, broadcasting from Sandwich Kent in the UK. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this uh, topic around training yourself to be a web developer or indeed any of the disciplines in and around our field. It's just not easy to achieve, especially when you start selling things and and being in your business every single day and trying to keep up with the latest trends and everything that's going on so um, as a web design and seo company um, we try to train ourselves to get things right first time to give ourselves time to train <laughs> so you can find me on uh, webdesignpro.co webdesignpro48 on twitter on facebook and linkedin awesome up sarah Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. Uh, you can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Um, and I logged into my Twitter yesterday. I just thought, like, Ooh. let's just log in. And then I was like, I don't even know what email account is attached to my Twitter. <laughs> Actually, the reason I logged in was because I'm trying to get a refund from a company and they won't reply to me. And I thought, maybe Twitter's the go. But that shows you how often I spend time in Twitter which is approximately zero time in the past three years. So probably don't get me on Twitter, but otherwise come and find me. Uh, it's good to be here and I'm excited to talk all things training. Awesome. What's up, Eric? Hey, everybody. Yep. So uh, excited to be here. Always like uh, topics like this. Um, I am currently broadcasting from El Salvador. We're in the capital, San Salvador, um, and a really great place. Absolutely loving it down here. Uh, I own In Transit Studios. We're a web design and digital marketing agency. We help local businesses. Um, help. Uh, we help them get uh, more customer activity you know, um, every day. And so that's what we do over there. And then I've got some resources to help uh, fellow web designers at finallyleads.com. So that's me. Awesome. And uh, if you don't know, my name is Tim Streifler, and you can find me online at divilife.com, where I have all of my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, tutorials, courses, all that good stuff. And uh, full disclosure, uh, I'm going to be pitching my courses because we're talking about knowledge and learning. And too. <laughs> this is so, like the kind of episode where that's just totally legit, I think. Yeah. Exactly. As a course creator and educator, yeah, I'm I'm going to be doing that. And, and then Eric too is is uh, teaching as well and coaching. And so, uh, yeah, Eric, 
full permission to pitch. Not that you need my permission, but you know what I mean. No, that's okay. It, I wasn't even thinking about doing that, but I will now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, one thing I want to say, or maybe we can go around and kind of um, talk about how each of us have learned, um, because we're in a field where you don't need a college degree to get started, right? Like my wife is a, a nurse practitioner and she absolutely has a college degree and a master's degree as she should, right? You don't want a doctor or a nurse practitioner or even a nurse doing anything medical on you that doesn't have the proper credentials and training. And so obviously there's fields out there that are like that, like uh, accounting is another one. You need certifications, you need a degree, but web design, web development, you don't need anything. You can literally just have a laptop and an internet connection and you can hit the ground running. Obviously you need to learn skills and that's what we're going to be talking about today. But I wanted to hear from each of our panelists, how each of us got into it. How did we get started? How, uh, what was our preferred method of learning? So, um, Sarah, let's start with you. Um, okay. Well, so I started out, uh, I decided to learn how to build websites, which most of us did, right? So I was like, okay, well, how am I going to learn how? So I kind of looked online, saw what courses were around. And at the time, lynda.com, uh, which now I've learned is part of LinkedIn learning. Um, and so that was an interesting thing that was around. It looked like it was one of the better quality ones that was available at the time. It wasn't cheap. And so I asked my parents for um, three months of lynda.com for my birthday. And so that is how I started. Um, I asked for three months and basically they just had all these different courses. So you could do tons of different courses. And I thought, okay, well, I'll try and achieve as much as I can in three months. So I did a HTML course, a CSS course, a WordPress course. I think I did advanced CSS course. Um, so I just tried to get as much of that in as I could. Um, I think there was even one that was like build your first website. There was just tons. And the reason I really liked Linda, and I think it's an important part of working out what courses are you going to do, is... I liked the style of it. And so they let you download files, you follow along with them. So I like being able to learn, but I like being able to do the thing at the same time, because if I can't do it, I don't really understand it. And so for me, that was an important part about learning was finding the kind of teachers that taught in a way that made sense to me. And so I did that. So I initially built my first, oh, that's right. I wasn't, I didn't use WordPress to start with. So I built my first web website without WordPress at all. And I was using, oh, I can't even remember now. So there was another course I did to like, you know, do the kind of layout and everything. Um, but anyway, so I built my first website doing that and then found that everyone wanted WordPress. So I went and did the WordPress course. And so I just kept doing more and more courses. I think after the three months, I realized it was so valuable that I bought a year for myself because I knew I needed more and I needed it available for myself. So I think in the end, I had a year and three months worth of Linda. Um, and it was honestly invaluable. And I'm not saying lynda.com is the answer, but having that year and a third and making myself delve in and not just delve a little bit, but like just immerse myself in CSS and immerse myself in HTML and immerse myself in WordPress meant that I could properly learn it. And it wasn't that I had all the knowledge, like I still needed additional things and I still come across stumbling blocks all the time, but I had enough to get me going. And then I could kind of find additional 
bits and pieces. So that was kind of my starting place. I don't know how much you want me to go in. Should I just start at my starting place? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's Uh, where I got my starting place. Nice. What about you, Mike? How did you get started? What educational materials got you going? Yeah, for me, I I, I was just sitting there thinking where I started as Sarah was was talking and I realized I was I was further back than I first thought I was because I actually started with a Wix site um, all the way back around about 2012. I think it was when I first sort of started getting into building something. I think he did it for like um, my son's football team at the time. It was we were sort of sharing oh, stuff and things like that. I've got further back too, Mike. Jeez. Yeah, there you go. You my see, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was just it was just a way of sharing stuff and just getting getting things out there. And we, we were already sort of videoing all the games and things like that, so that we had a memory and we're making DVDs and that sort of thing. And then um we made the decision that we would uh take a year out from uh, our work and so i was on the flight to australia of all places and i was sitting there australia, I thought, what can i do with my time when i work are uh, you know going down to australia i've got nine hours on the flight what what can i do and i downloaded an app and i started fiddling around with some html on an app and you know i thought i really need to get into the bones of this and of course I was just mucking about. I was just 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 playing around with it, and it wasn't until we finished our year away um, that I really came and we came back to the UK. I thought, well, I need to start some kind of business and get myself going again, or I need to go and get a job somewhere. And so my wife got a job, and she said to me, "Well, why don't you, you know, have a look at starting your own business?" And then I, th- I settled on doing web design, and it was a Divi video that had um, got me going based on a lady called Christine Maisel, who runs a company called Portable Entrepreneur, and she's still going, Christine's still going. You'll, you've probably seen some videos that she's done over the, over the time or bumped into some of her stuff. And she was absolutely fantastic because I thought, well, I'm gonna use that as part of my sort of training. And, and I never looked back from there really. And then because we was using Divi, I discovered Divi Chat, and there was all these amazing people on Divi Chat. <laughs> And, and 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 it was just a really, really also a very entertaining show and something that I really looked forward to every week. So I would be... Oh, what is this show? We're going to have I to know, go I know. Well, go and find it. Uh, and, uh, and here we are, well, for me now, seven years later. There you go. Uh, and, uh, and the training from there has just gone, and I won't go into it because we were only telling us how we got started, but it's just yeah. built and built and built and built and built. And... Uh, and so we'll probably get into the to the the weeds of that as we talk mm. talk more. Yeah, love that. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Mike. Eric, how about you? So yeah, um, so back in two thousand, I was the director of a summer camp, and uh, we needed a website. And you know, I had nine months between summers, and and thought I'm just going to build the camp a website, and I. I can't remember what I even built it with. I don't know if it was like homepage or Dreamweaver or what. Dreamweaver was it? It, it might have been. <laughs> that I just was where I started. Yeah, I just built. It was just the 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 camp needed a website, um, and then that's all I did for several years. Uh, just in each year, I would rebuild the camp's website because I 
had the winter um, and slowly discovered somehow eventually discovered elegant themes. And then a little bit later on, my wife and I decided that we wanted to have a, a website. So we actually started a, a website and a blog and a, a podcast for a while um, called Family Life University. Uh, nothing exists of it anymore, but um, we had a ball doing it and met lots of online entrepreneurs that um, we're still great friends with to uh, to this day. Uh, and then when fast forward to several years, decided to adopt and wanted to do so debt free. And I needed to make I needed to figure out how to make an extra 50 grand uh, to cover <laughs> the cost of our adoption. Uh, and so I was like, well, what can I do? I've got about 24 months. And literally the next, as I was thinking about it, the next day, a guy said, uh, said, Hey, you know how to build websites, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I need a, I want a blog. How, how much would you charge me? And I went, 50,000. I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not hard. Anybody can do it. And I'm like, why would you pay? But I was like, $300. He was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I remember going home and telling Marissa, some schmuck's going to pay me 300 bucks. What <laughs> a WordPress blog. What a moron. Um, oh boy. I didn't know that that was way under what I should have been charging. <laughs> so um, that's amazing. But yeah, so that was, and then it was like, when I was done, I told him, Hey, you know, we're actually going to take all 300 of this. And a week later, he called me up and he said, hey, I've got somebody else that wants uh, a website. And I said, okay, but I'm probably gonna have to have charge more. And he said, that's okay. <laughs> um, and then it turned out, so this guy actually owns a um, an apparel, uh, promotional product um, company. Um, and ever since then, we've built um, in a white label agreement and we build all of his client websites and, and stuff like that. So nice. that's the, when I realized I need to learn how to do this right. And I discovered Divi Chat and then started binge listening to Divi Chat just like Derek is doing. I just went back to the beginning and started binge listening through every episode um, and got discovered and, and discovered Josh and took started taking courses with Josh and then Tim and started taking courses with Tim. So that, that was my experience. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'll, I'll hit my my bullet points. So um, back in 2011, I was recent college grad. I was working at an SEO company and, um, through my experience there, cause when you're doing SEO, you're working on websites a little bit. It's just yeah. part of the job. And so I started kind of getting my feet wet with WordPress. And then I started learning about how, uh, WordPress blogs can make a lot of money. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'm going to start a blog. And so like, I learned how to launch my first WordPress website. Uh, I discovered uh, Elegant Themes the day that I discovered WordPress um, and so got an Elegant Themes membership. And then um, I quickly learned that, hey, I don't really like writing. So I'm that was a stupid idea. So I kind of pushed that away. But it, like I had fun building it and designing it and everything. And then um, fast forward, I don't know, maybe six months to a year, uh, me and my now wife had gotten engaged. And so she tasked me with building a wedding website. And at the time there was really clunky, ugly, like do it yourself wedding website platforms out there. There's nothing good. And I was like, I know I could do something better than this. I built a blog. I understand how it works. I could do it. So I, uh, re-upped my hosting account, 
um, I think I, my act, my elegant themes membership was still active. And so then I, I downloaded a, a theme and customized it and I got a lot of compliments on it. Everyone's like, wow, this is so great. And so I had some friends who were also getting engaged and like, can you build us a wedding website? So I like built a few <laughs> of those and then, uh, actual like businesses were like, Hey, you know how to build websites. Can you build us a website or my mom's business? So I like very organically started getting like freelance web design work without even like looking for it. And, um, I got to the, I was still working full-time jobs, different marketing sales jobs at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of working for someone else. I want to work for myself. I know how to build websites. I could do this full-time. So without having like any type of like client steady client work or recurring income or, or anything. I was just, I quit my job and decided to go full-time into web design. And so I was like, okay, I know how to do the basics, but I need to like start actually learning more of the foundational stuff. And so I got a membership, uh, through iThemes, iThemes at the time, uh, first of all, iThemes at the time was like one of the big guys. Now mm -hmm. they're sorry to say yeah, they're kind of almost obsolete. Um, they've been sold and yeah, they're not what they used to be, but at the time they were like the big player. And so they had a resource called webdesign.com, which was web design. Uh, it was a membership and it was web design courses and, and stuff. And so I, I got a membership there, started to learn CSS the right way, JavaScript, all, all the foundational stuff. Um, and that was super valuable that at the time was like my really big, uh, I guess, kind of like filling the learning gaps, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm more of a, a self starter, have to go and figure it out, get my hands dirty, um, opposed to like sitting in a classroom. Like if I would have learned web design in college, I would have hated it. Cause it's just that inside the classroom lecture was just not my thing, but getting my hands dirty, actually starting to build stuff. I love that, but I had a lot of learning gaps. And so, um, webdesign.com through iThemes was filling those learning gaps and like helping me bring that knowledge full circle. And so it was amazing. It doesn't even exist anymore. Um, and that domain, I don't know who owns it, but it's not doing anything. I just looked at it. Uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> well, webdesign.com. It's not, no one's, it's no one's doing anything with it. It's still wow. taken. You can't buy it, but someone yeah. owns it and it's just sitting on it as a park domain. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's still the owners of iThemes or if they sold it or, or who knows what. But yeah, at the time, that was a great resource. Uh, online courses weren't as prevalent uh, as they are today during that time. So webdesign.com was, and then lynda.com, as Sarah mentioned, was was big too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, courses from Divi Life did not exist yet. So, you know. <laughs> there um, it is. Promotion yeah. number one. <laughs> um but yeah, so now what I'd, I'd like to talk about, so we kind of talked about how each of us got started and, and what educational material we found and was useful for us. Um, but as we, we mentioned in the beginning, this is a field that's always changing and we have to continuously be learning. So um, what are some of the things that, that each of us do to continue learning and to train ourselves and um, stay on top of it. It doesn't have to be courses. It could be YouTube videos. It could be whatever. So I want to hear from each of us and then maybe we can uh, ask our live listeners to how, what, what they do for continuing education. Um, so who wants to go first? Sure. I'll go first again. Um, okay. So a lot of my learning now, so I'll, I'll continue on from my beginning, which is, after that point, every time I hit a gap, 
I, I found, I think it was through the Elliot Themes blog, I found a Facebook group and it was in the very early days of a Facebook group for Divi users and there was probably about 30 to 50 of us initially and I just used to ask questions there and so I would come across questions and there were very lovely people like Gino who would answer my questions and yeah. it was amazing mm. but that was where I would go for my questions so I would kind of come across a thing and say I don't know how to do this thing and I think that's actually where like some of Gino's blogs and things came out of was because people would ask these questions and so he made these amazing tutorials. So I used to go to a lot of Gino's tutorials um, and then other people started doing tutorials as well. And so as I came across things that I couldn't work out how to do, I would basically go and look for that resource. So in the beginning, it was the Facebook groups. Um, it was people's blogs who they um, were writing about how to do things Divi specific, which was great, like learning how to customize the header template back in the day. That was like oh, scary, big and hard. And having a tutorial to be able to follow was amazing. Um, I used to go to the Divi uh, support quite a bit back in the day when it was in early days, you know, you could pretty much ask them anything. And actually in this last year, I signed up for um, the VIP support and that has been really great. So I feel like I'm back to back in the day when support, you know, you used to kind of be able to ask anything and you'd get an answer within kind of, I don't know, half an hour, an hour, something like that. Um, so VIP support guarantees a 30 minute response time, which for me, when I'm trying to work on something, I, I mean, I'm pretty good at bug checking on things, but now when I come across something I can't work out, knowing I can go to support and get an answer within half an hour and I don't have to wait until the next day and then you, you answer and then you hear like a day later and, you know, like that's not as ideal. So Divi support um, is really great and I do recommend the VIP support. I've been impressed with it. It's working really well for me. Um, so that, but I still go to blogs. Like, so now as I come across things, basically the way I learn, I, I think I bought a JavaScript course at one point from Udemy, I think. I never made it through it all because realistically, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> and if I come across something I want to learn, I dedicate half a day or a dedicated day to learn that thing. And so then I go and I find a tutorial or I find a mini course or I find a thing that's going to teach me the thing that I need for that specific. So when I was doing an online course, for example, I needed to use a new plugin that I'd never used before. I went and watched all their videos on how to do it. And so I just basically immerse myself in whatever the thing is. If I'm looking for a blog, I try and look for a reputable blog. There's a bunch of reputable Divi um blog people who have good quality because if you're following a blog nine times out of ten they're going to give you some code to put in your function file you want to know that code is okay right and so you don't just want to like get anybody's code and chuck it in your function file you want to know they kind of know what they're talking about and so knowing who kind of the reputable people are but I I basically find the problem I've got and I go and try and find the solution. But then the other thing that I have done, so I have done one other course since I started out, a proper full course that cost me lots of money, which was Kate Toon's SEO course. And that was really valuable. And again, that came out of a disaster with a client where I tanked their SEO by launching their site. Their site was a www 
and a non-WWW, which I didn't realize. Mm. <laughs> they somehow had been marked as both in Google. And then when I made it just one, um, their SEO just like, it just hanged and I freaked mm. out. And they were one of the biggest companies I'd worked with. It was a big deal. I really didn't know what I was doing. And I realized I had this massive gap in SEO, like massive enough. I couldn't just DIY myself. I needed a proper course. Um, and so I went and did that course and that was very, very helpful for filling that gap. So basically I try and fill gaps. Usually they're small. Sometimes they're big. That's how I That's approach awesome. it. Yeah, love that. Who wants to go next? Talk about how yeah. you stay on top of things and continue learning. Yeah, I've just I just went to um, so a lot of my learning's been through through Udemy and also getting engaging with hosting companies when things have gone wrong. And and early early on, uh, I started <laughs> the first when I started building websites. I I was looking around for a hosting company. I did not have a clue who to go to. Not just just no one. And and so I don't know how I came across Bluehost. It might have been a you know an advert or whatever. So I thought, well, that's that's who I'll start with. And after about two to three months with Bluehost, I ended up with a. a I couldn't believe how slow this website was. I thought, why is this website so slow? And then you start, like Sarah was saying, you go into like the Facebook forums and you start to join Facebook groups and you read about what people are saying about some of the hosting companies you could you should use and things like that. And everybody was recommending SiteGround and saying, oh, stay away from Bluehost, don't go anywhere near them, you know. And I thought, right, that's it. I'm going to make the jump. I'm going to move from Bluehost across to SiteGround. Let's see how we go. Moved across to SiteGround. All of a sudden, my website speed's gone through the it's got really fast this is amazing but what SiteGround also were absolutely fantastic was was their with their customer service so you could ask them a question in their support uh and you'd get you get onto chat with them you get onto chat with someone who's going through so and if they couldn't answer it they put you through the second line and second line would 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 come back with this massive explanation of what was wrong or what was what was going on and i was learning masses and masses and masses about um, even just the sort of hosting side. And of course, that's the thing is that there are, depending on what part of web design you're doing, um, that might be, you know, the design itself, it might be the theme, it might be the hosting, it might be something else. All of those things all come into, um, you know, your, your understanding and your knowing. And then you say, okay, well, I'm quite interested in that. So then I'll do a course. So I've just been on a Udemy. I've got 18 courses that I've bought over the years, right? Nice. Now, I haven't completed all, and that's the problem. You, you, <laughs> you Sometimes you start things uh, with the greatest yeah. of intentions and you don't complete them. The things I really wanted to, and actually, actually I was going to say on top of that was sometimes you go in and you pick what you want from the course because you might have got some already some rudimentary learning that you just, you think, actually, I just need that part of the course and you check the course beforehand to see if it's got that section in it the great thing about udemy is they have quite a few offers so nine times out of ten you'll pick that course up for in my case 13 14 pounds and the value you get for that 13 14 pounds from what you learn is, is huge now what i do is i tend to identify a service that i want to sell and i look at that 
as do I, okay, how much learning have I got already around that service? I've usually got something already. I've already, people have asked me to do something, just like Tim was saying at the, you know, near the top of the show when he was saying that, you know, he built this wedding website and everybody's saying, oh, look, you know, you, you, you build, can you build us a wedding website? Can you do that? I get this with, with, with a lot of my clients where they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, oh, can you do this for us as well? So sometimes you fall into it a little bit and you think, well, actually, why am I not selling that as a service? And there were so many sub-services like Google Business Profile, where you can set up Google someone's Google Business Profile for them, or even manage their Google Business Profile, because that's a really important part of it. But the big one was SEO. So that's the one that I learned um, the most in. And uh, and what's been great about that for me is that through the pandemic, I was like a bit worried about where the web design clients were going to come from. And I thought everybody was wherever you went, everybody was talking about pivoting. You need to pivot to something else. You need to have something else in your locker. And so what's ended up happening is just through um, ending up on networking groups and talking to people and saying, well, you know, I do offer SEO as a service as well. My SEO clients have gone up massively uh and web design is just is doing its normal thing so I actually do probably at this moment in time servicing more in seo than i am in in web design and that's the first time that's happened in the you know nine years i've been in in business so it's it's a very interesting period it's a really interesting time but it, it's quite nice to know that i've got that to underpin anything that comes along because i suppose the one problem with seo is that if if there's something else that comes along, God forbid we ever have another pandemic. But if anything like that did come along again, that I'd be in the situation whereby if the, all the SEO clients suddenly left, because that's the last thing people tend to think of when there's no business coming, or maybe it's the first thing, I don't know. Um, but at least I've should, got... It should be the first. <laughs> it should be the first. But a lot of people don't. They say, well, I'm paying this, you know, and I can't afford to pay that at the moment. I'll stick as I am. Uh, and maybe I'll think about doing some Google ads later on. So, yeah, it's for me, it was just about um, getting a certain amount of courses, keep picking up on that learning. But I also put time aside to learn every single week as well as you learn something new every day. But I mean, proper learning where you're taking something else on board. Yeah. By the way, my favorite response when someone says they can't afford marketing, the best response, in my opinion, is, no, you can't afford not to. Like if you yeah. if you think you can't afford it, then really you can't afford not to because yeah. you have so little cash flow that you need to be spending money to get more money in. Like yeah. not taking away your marketing isn't going to help you get more cash flow. Right? Like it's it's it takes someone with the, like a business mind to be able to understand that. And sometimes clients don't. But anyways, that's a side tangent. Um <laughs> so yeah, uh uh Eric, you haven't, yeah, you haven't gone yet. So how, how, Eric, how have you continued learning and continue being able to level up uh, now that you have that base level knowledge? Well, so for me, it's a little bit different in that once I had the base level knowledge, um, I've moved on. Like, So in, in my business setup, I don't do the day-to-day -day technical delivery. Um, yeah. You know, I still um play around with my sites um i built you know finallyleads.com you know a, a new 
you know, landing page and like, like I was able to go in and, and put that together and build it and install gravity form. So I, I know the basic, but today, uh, every Tuesday, I have a weekly uh, standing meeting with uh, Peter, who's our director of web services. And it's, it's funny, those meetings used to be him asking me questions about projects. And now it's come to, I'm asking him. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leveling up my team um on the technical side of things yeah. so paying for them to take courses like i i find out for my team what 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 are they wanting to develop in and skills and because i think if i as i you know it 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 behooves me to invest in their development and learning um and now my focus is i'm still getting coaching and training but it's on different areas you know it's no longer on the technical side of web as much as it is um it's all in fact it's almost entirely now on the business side you know owning the business running the business um developing the team and then getting into some new verticals um we're launching two new memberships so i'm launching a membership for web designers but we're also next month in July, we're launching a membership for our clients. So we're gonna have a, a um, we have all of our services are currently done for you. Um, so they can hire us to, um, you know, this is just gonna be on the digital marketing side. Website is still gonna say, stay 100% done for you. Like you hire us, we build the website. And our digital marketing, um, people hire us and, and we execute on them. But next month, we're rolling out a program called Marketing Momentum, where a business can join Marketing Momentum and go through a series about 13 months currently is, is how much is laid out at $500 a month. We're going to just take them through the framework that we take our clients through um, when our clients hire us to do the work. But we've already created all of these training resources for our team on like how to, you know, you know, we have three videos walking through how to set up an Apple business connect, how to, you know, we've got additional videos on setting up Google business, optimizing Google business, um, how to come up with a year's worth of um, content for your Google business, your Facebook, your Instagram. So we already have all of these things. So we're just re, um, Re recreating, not recreating the content, reshooting some of the content. Um, so it's talking to clients and not the team. And um, small business owners are going to be able to sign up and walk through this and get guided to put together, you know, implement their own marketing strategy. Well, I invested in, a, um, you know, a couple thousand dollars into Snoo Stu McLaren's the membership experience to learn how to build a membership site, how to do it properly, you know, how to really help people that are in it get a great deal out of it and improve and, and be successful. So that's kind of where I'm at now. My, I'm investing more in my skills of product delivery, running the business, Peter, Manoush, uh, Max, um, you know, these folks, uh, Kristen and, and Polina, these are the five that we're helping them develop their skills in the technical side. Nice. Good and, deal. And so what do we use? Uh, courses, YouTube, like they'll come to me and say, hey, I found this course. Um, you know, uh, Peter was just asking me about Tim's 
um, speed optimization, because that's the thing he wants to level up in and stuff like that. So, you know, we say, okay, like we put it in the budget as soon as we can. And, and then we, we purchase the course as the business and then let our, have our team go through it. Yeah. It's 50 grand, by the way, Eric. <laughs> yeah. 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 DV Speed Pro is 50 grand. I'm just kidding. Uh, in next year's budget. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. For, for me, when, when I was starting out, I was, so they call it just in time learning, which I think is what Sarah was saying, where it's like you run into something, you get stuck, you Google, you find mm. YouTube, you find uh, tutorials, you find this, you find that. Um, and so that was early on what I did. And then I mentioned, I, I found the, uh, the bundle for, at webdesign.com through iThemes and that was great. And then, um, I kind of went back into that just in time learning, but then I got to the point where I was like, okay, I can afford to actually enroll in some courses. And so what I found was when purchasing paid courses, uh, through, you know, established professionals that I know that, Hey, they're successful is I was able to spend a small amount of money to level up and gain something that they probably spent, you know, a heck of a lot more money learning yeah. and obtaining yeah. that knowledge and experience. And so, and then another thing I liked with paid courses too, versus like free content is, and, and Sarah kind of alluded to this is you don't know who you're getting that information from. And so it can be yeah. really hit or miss. Like you might find a really good tutorial that, that does this, or you might find another good YouTube video that teaches this, but sometimes when you're learning, it's hard for you to identify the what's good and what's not good. And there's a, I'm not going to name any names, but there's a, a YouTuber out there in the WordPress space that I've, I've watched some of the videos and I was like, Ooh, it's like almost like cringing. Cause it's like, I have that knowledge and experience to know that, Hey, that's not actually accurate. That is not good. <laughs> yeah. <But> it's like <laughs> the, the views have like hundreds of thousands yeah. of, or the videos have hundreds of thousands of views or more millions of views. And it's like, mm. like, like, that's not good. <laughs> so, well, sometimes uh, it's just out of date. Like I was trying to find something the other day and every blog that I found was recommending a particular plugin, which is no longer in the market. And so like yeah. it was impossible to find the answer that I wanted because none of it was current information. It was like three years old information, which three years ago was probably great information, but now is yeah. out of date and that's unhelpful. I was yeah, going no. I a lot of times look at the dates and if a tutorial video or something is, you know, older than even 2021, I'm looking to see if I can find something with 2023 or 2022 yeah. on it. You know, yeah, um, that's, true. that's, that's one of the first things I look at after doing a search, you know, as I look at the date because yeah. exactly because of that, Sarah. Yeah, no. Yeah. And that, I mean, as a content creator, someone who blogs, that's why you want to keep your, your posts updated, even if there's small yeah. updates just to, uh, change that, that, uh, publish date. Um, but yeah, so personally I've spent a lot of money on courses over the years and similar to Eric, not so much on the web design stuff, although I have done, done, done that a lot of it's been on the business side and the marketing side. Um, and so now I like, I love courses to the point where I probably buy too many and don't complete like 90% of them. But, um, last year I took a course that was live where everyone was on at the same time the instructor was teaching it live and it made me show up it made me engage because yeah. yeah. i was like i spent you know i think it was two thousand dollars on the course and it was a six weeks course and so that was actually like super inspirational for me where i'm like okay like i'm gonna do my courses like that and so i started doing them like that where it's over six weeks 
we go through and we, we it's it's taught live so students that are there live can in the moment ask questions and everything and then so it's the kind of the be best of both worlds so for those that aren't there live they can just watch the replay and then it's just like any other course and so so we just finished the speed optimization course the live version now it's just it's a pre-recorded course you can show up you can show up to the the weekly live coaching calls to still get live help and everything and so that's my like subtle pitch but at the same time like i've learned that um the accountability with a live course is, is huge because sometimes when you purchase a pre-recorded course you're like you know what i can i can uh I'll take it later, you know, like, and, um, they've actually done studies when you buy a course, there's the same amount of dopamine released in your brain from when you buy the course. And when you finish the course, it's, oh. there's like a mental thing that when you <laughs> buy the course, it's like, you're checking it off the list, even though you haven't done anything. And so it's, it's terrible. And so, um, but when you have a live course and there's that accountability and you're like, all right, I got to show up live. Like it's happening right now. Like at this mm -hmm. time, it kind of forces you to, to, to do it. And so that's been my favorite type of learning experience is taking a live course. And so that's why I brought that format into my own courses. Cause I've, I think it's really valuable and the feedback I've got from, from students has been, been massive too. So See, that's, um, that's really interesting. So in the current course I'm in, uh, we're about six about six weeks in with the uh, the membership experience with with Stu McLaren. Um, yeah, it was about the same, about twenty two, twenty three hundred dollars, and there's recorded pre recorded stuff that that comes out, and then every week there are multiple live options. Like they have live mentor calls, they have live Q and A once a week with Stu that's like two hours long and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you know working sessions where you so like they've lots and lots of options. I've done one live and I just do everything else. I'm, I'm absolutely the opposite. I hate yeah. if I have to be there at a certain time and live. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah, rather totally. go get in when I'm ready. Go so anyway, it's it's interesting. Two two totally different. I'm learning a lot about you, Eric. I feel like you know, as a teenager, you would have been one of those like defiant, like you tell me I have to do it that way. I'm doing it this other way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I love making rules and making people follow them. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. My wife, I can relate my to wife that. is sitting right over there. I can see my wife. My wife's sitting right <laughs> over there and she's just shaking her head up and down. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a kind of a philosophy in high school that was if I understand the rule and why it's there, then that gives me the freedom to then choose when I want to listen to it. And so I talked to my buddy who's coincidentally now like a really successful lawyer, but he's like, you just like describe the spirit of the law and the letter of the law The spirit. If you understand the spirit of the law, then sometimes you can not it, like, for example, speeding, right? You understand speeding is dangerous. People die. You get collisions, you hit pedestrians. But if you understand that, then, then you have the freedom to say, you know what? It's 11 PM at night. There's no one on this road. There's no one else here. I'm going to go a little bit faster. So th that's not necessarily just something told you should us do. We but... can speed our car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I, I just <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. So we're going to start talking about ethics. Certificate <laughs> X. Give <laughs> <TV> chat. Can they go watch it past the watershed? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I totally get it, Eric. I'm, I'm similar to that. And so that's why, like, growing up in school, I didn't do well. Like, I'm a much better student now when I get to choose what I want to learn yeah. and how I want to learn it than when I was growing up in school. Cause it was like, Oh, you're going to make me do homework for something that I don't really 
care to learn. Like it was just not good. So I was okay. So that's a, a good, good point, right? Is if you're going to choose a course to do, you want to choose something that you're actually interested in. Like obviously, we all come across things where we have to learn because a client comes comes to us and says, "Hey." I want this website and need to have this functionality. And we go, mm, I don't know how to do that internally. You don't say that externally. Internally, you think, I don't know how to do that. And so then you build in some time. So you build your buffer in of like, okay, well, I'm going to need an additional week to learn how to do this thing because I don't know how to do it. And I know I can find a course to learn how to do it. And then you go find the course or you find the resources and you learn how to do it. And now you know how to do that thing. Great. Excellent. Your client has basically paid for you to learn how to do this thing. And now you know how to do the thing. You can sell it to another client. But if you are going to just do a course, we've talked a lot about niching in or niching in for your business. So if you're going to do that, why not do it in something that you're really interested in? And then go and do all the courses on that thing and like niche yourself all the way down because you know everything about it if you're interested in it you're going to complete the course if you find someone who teaches it and you like their style like check out their style first before you kind of commit to it and then go and do that course but if you're not interested in it you're not going to complete it and there's no point because you don't want to do that kind of work anyway so why not think about the things that interest you i love css like i just love it and if i could somehow like niche in on just css i probably would but finding the thing that interests you if you find it fascinating how to integrate um like properties into websites so people put the thing into the place and then it like somehow comes into the website like if that fascinates you Go and learn everything you can about that and then niche yourself into that that area. But if you do a course because you feel like you should do the course, you're probably at least only going to like just barely do it and you're not even going to put your effort into it. And then it's like being back in college again. Like yeah. someone told you you had to do it, so you did the course and you kind of did it, but you still didn't really, like you were on your phone at the same time as doing the course. Like you're not really <laughs> learning. Whereas if you're interested, you're going to be like glued to it. You're going to be like trying it out and playing with it and looking for clients who are going to let you do that thing. That's yeah. probably the best way to continue to advance. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up, Sarah, because that that's something that um, recently talked about in in my course, which is when you are t learning something new. There's things that will can indirectly help make help you make more money, and there's things that will directly help you make more money. Like CSS, for example, like becoming more proficient in CSS will definitely make you a better web designer, web developer, and you'll be able to create better websites. But that's hard to actually like uh, quantify the return on investment because like Sarah said, you can't really niche in that. You can't really get like CSS clients. Like that's just not really a thing. But with like, for example, SEO, right? With, uh, with what Mike's talking about, he has a ton of SEO clients, right? You take an SEO course like Sarah did. Well, now you can start selling that as an individual service. Speed optimization. Again, this is the course we just completed, but this is what we we're talking about. You can sell speed optimization as an individual service. And that was what the reason why this is fresh in my mind is because we just taught this in the course, how to sell speed optimization as a service and make more money. So you can think of, I like what Sarah said, make sure you're passionate in it, but then also figure out like, 
how can I see a return on investment? Can Is this a marketable service like SEO, yeah. like speed optimization, like uh, Google My Business or Google Ads, right? We had someone a few weeks back um, that has done exactly what Sarah described and she's niched down into Google My Business and that's her whole thing. And I'm totally blanking on her name and her business and all that. Um, but hopefully we'll, we'll link to that in the show <laughs> Just notes. Just have a look back. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a few episodes ago. It was about Google My Business. You'll find it. Um, and, and that's what she did. She became an expert in it and she leveled up. And now she has a whole business where she helps uh, other web designers. She helps clients and users get their Google My Business profile under control. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just on the just on the back of that, Tim, I just uh, Sean's put a note on the uh, on the on the chat tonight. I've learned many valuable things because I agreed to deliver on something I didn't quite know how to do mm -hmm. when I started. I think that's a lot of us. Yep. Um, they're my favorite uh, jobs. Yes, because that's it. like if we just do the same thing over and over again, we're not developing and we get bored. Like, so I think the very best way to enjoy what we do is to slowly push on that comfort zone and slowly, slowly push on it where you go and a client says, I want this thing. And you think, I don't know how to do it, but you know what? I know how to figure out how to do it. And that's all I need. And then the learning makes you expand as a person and your skills expand and suddenly you feel more confident and more excited. It's like leveling up in like a computer game that, that there's a lot of theory around the leveling up and the achievement. It's why you get certificates in course. Like, do you really need a certificate for like whatever course you did? No. Like, where are you going to put it? What are you going to do with it? Nothing. But like, there's something about the achievement, about learning something new that you take the next level. And even though it's not an official level system, that every time you do a course or every time you learn something new, you feel like you have achieved the next level in the game. And you kind of, you're expanding that thing. And somehow that makes you feel more content in what we're doing. Because sometimes being at home by ourselves is a bit lonely and a bit boring. And if you're creating the same five-page website with no functionality every single day, you can get bored out of your brain and you're going to want to go change careers, but you don't need to. All you need to do is be expanding your ability and your knowledge so yeah. that you can be leveling up and then you yeah. can be looking for different clients and you get more confident in yourself, which means you can charge more money. You know, it's, it. a, it's a growing thing. Yeah. And on the back of that, I mean, one of the things I've uh, done over the last couple of years or so is with any service or anything that I've been really, really interested in, I found that there's a lot of people, particularly on LinkedIn, LinkedIn's really, really growing for people in the space that are sharing a lot of things that they've either done or been successful with. Um, and obviously for me, it's at the moment, SEO is like my, my, you know, one of my important services. So there's, what I've done is I've started following a few of the people that I've seen, you know, like as soon as you follow somebody, um, what happens is that you'll see that they'll like something that somebody else has done and you'll, you'll read that post and you think that's a really clever thing that somebody's taken the time and trouble to do there. That will help somebody, one of my clients with their SEO service, so you follow them. And before you know it, you're following, I don't know, 50 to 60 people that are all producing some really, really great content for free on LinkedIn. And then you end up discovering some people that then start to do webinars uh, and they're doing things that are um, pushing the boundaries of, of these things. And they're saying, look, we, we've got proven results with this. Why don't you try it? 
and out of that has become a service that I now provide, which is SEO audits. And, you know, that was something I didn't provide 18 months ago, but I do because of pushing myself into an area and following people and learning from others that that we, we all learning from others. There's always somebody that's, that's taken the time and trouble to put something out there that's going to help us. So um, coming back to that webinar scenario and actively passive participating there was a one webinar that was going on for about three or four hours where this one guy was just doing all of this stuff and it was incredible what he was going through and showing and explaining and really giving giving himself up really for um for, for, for this period of time and obviously he was selling something because people usually are um but he wasn't overt selling it wasn't you know wasn't saying if you don't have this you know if you don't buy this now then it's going to cut off in 10 minutes or whatever it, it was it there's a lot of people that give and it's just trying to find those people through following and working out the people that help the one other thing with linkedin is you can save items so you can come back to them so as soon as you find something that you like just go in there uh, find a, an article that, that that's been written. You think, oh, I haven't got time to look at that now, but I really do need to read that. Save it, come back to it, and as part of your learning week, um, you can revisit some of these posts and see if actually that's something that's going to help you. Love that, awesome. So we are at the top of the hour, so we have just a oh few minutes left. <laughs> I know. Please do this. Jesus. So I want to hear. Uh, go around and we can all say final thoughts, right? What is something that you want to get out there to tell people on how they can uh, level up, how they can continue learning to be a better web designer, developer, implementer, whatever you want to call yourself, agency owner. Um, so yeah, who wants to, to dive in first on that final thoughts? Anyone? Sure. Anyone? Why not? Um, okay. So my final thoughts are set aside time for it because I think if you don't set aside time for it, you won't do it. And we can get really busy just doing the work and not actually growing. And so I think where you can look for opportunities in whatever the new project is, build in a little bit of time into the buffer. So when you say to a client, I'm going to be able to provide that to you in three weeks or six weeks or whatever it is, build in some time and then look for an opportunity to learn something in every job that you're doing. So even if you can't like dedicate yourself to a particular job, I think there's something about just spending some time learning and not just looking at a blog, grabbing the function code, chucking it in your function mm -hmm. file, seeing did it work and then moving on. But even taking the time to read that blog and understand a lot of the blogs, they'll explain to you what the code's doing and why it works. And so actually being able to kind of look through it and even look at how can I tweak that information? Like, and so sometimes you'll need to tweak it. So then you have to go and look at something else to work out how can I actually tweak that? If you then understand that, that's knowledge that you can take into the future. So just building a little bit of buffer. I mean, we all need buffer anyway, because sometimes things go wrong. So why not build in the buffer? And if you've got it available, use it for learning, and then you can be growing continuously continuously and a little more satisfied with the job at the end. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh, I'm just thinking about um, the courses themselves. When If you go and pick up a course or you start doing some research into courses, um, one of the frustrations I had uh, when buying a couple of courses is that the actual version that they're training on 
can be very often different to the version that's now live and out there and something's changed quite significantly and uh, that they haven't updated the course on so um one of the things i noticed with some of the really good trainers is that they do get around to either re-recording the videos or they'll they'll send them uh, like an email out and they'll say you know we've we've updated the content we can see that there's been some changes or we're going to be making some changes to the course so just hang with us we're 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 redoing some of the content videos because there's nothing more frustrating than watching somebody go through some kind of tutorial um and some of the basis of it will still be the same but actually there's some really fundamental changes that you need to know and understand if yeah. you're selling that service and you've got to then answer a question from a potential client about it and you don't know the answer and you've got to go off and research it so it's kind of like you can't expect you know um some of the trainers of the people that are doing courses on say udemy to um you know always get it absolutely 100 percent right but just be aware of that look at the date that the course was actually originally created because sometimes what people do is they'll say actually this course is a five-star course look at all the thousands of people that have given <laughs> it a five-star course yeah they did that when it first came out and that guy, yeah, is, that guy or lady is still selling that course <laughs> yeah actually yeah. it is no longer uh, really applicable so just be careful with that yeah 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 you see that with more like the marketplace style courses because yeah. they they take off early on and they the marketplaces whatever's selling they'll promote because it's selling so it'll continue to sell because it's being promoted and so then mm -hmm. you it just it snowballs which can be good because it's like oh all these people are using it it must be good right well sometimes that's true sometimes it's not sometimes it's because it's just been promoted for so long by the marketplace and yeah. then uh like like you said mike it hasn't been updated in in two years or, or whatever uh, and so but it keeps selling so people are buying it um <laughs> yeah. yeah what about you eric oh i don't i'm i'm struggling trying to choose my just one um <laughs> so i think i think it'll be this I think the other side of the coin of this conversation is you also need to ask yourself, is it worth me taking the time to learn this and, and both time and potentially expense, even if it's a free thing, but if it's, if it's something you're like, you know what, this is something I'm, I'm going to, this, this is a one-time thing. This is a, a thing that I just, it may come up here and there sometimes you're a lot further off just hiring somebody to do yeah. it. Um, yeah. you, you don't have to learn everything and <laughs> in, in, in all of this. Um, yeah. and, and when you do that, you're, you're stealing, you know, you're stealing time away from yourself of really developing a skill that really can take you, you know, a, a long way with things. Um, so just, I, that would be my word of caution. Sometimes, I like it. Good yeah. final thought. Sometimes it's yeah. just better when you do the numbers to say, I'm just going to hire this person, you know, yeah. I'm going to pay them. And sometimes hiring them, you can. So one thing I've done is I've used Steph's services to hire someone to do some custom code for me because I needed something to work in Divi. I tried looking around. It was too hard. So I paid them to do it. But then I had the custom code and then I learned from the custom code. And so I was yeah. able to then like take yeah. that custom code because I knew it was probably something I would need in the future, but I couldn't find the answer simply and I couldn't find a course simply, but by paying someone, 
it essentially was like private training. Like they didn't teach me, but I was able to take that code and look at it and understand it and then be able to use that again in the future. So I like your thought a lot, Eric, whether you then learn from it or whether you just pay someone because you're never going to need it again. I think that's a, it is a really important choice that you can make. Yeah. So I like that's it. that. And I'm going to go ahead and give a self, uh, a, a, a selfless, is it selfless? It. No, selfish. Shameless. Shameless. <laughs> Plug. Um, if you uh, are available this weekend, I'm actually going to do a webinar on this coming Saturday on how to build the ideal lead magnet. Um, and this is part of I'm rolling out a new membership, the Lead Factory. And when you sign up for the Lead Factory, there's um, two courses that you take right at the top. And then you get into the membership area where each month I'm going to teach and equip you on one new lead gen strategy to get new web design clients from, and, and these are things I do, you know, how to, how to start a local business directory podcast, you know, how to present yourself at an in-person events, um, how to do, you know, social media and even Facebook paid ads if you want, but most of the monthly things are all not related around ads um, because ads get you low quality, lots of leads, but the things I'm teaching get you less leads, but they're much, much higher quality. Um, and so turn into a lot more bigger customers. So, um, yeah. So if you want to get an email about how to, uh, get in the course, um, finally leads.com download the the free guide i have there and i'll email you tomorrow and the next day and the next day leading up to saturday about the <laughs> course nice love it um so yeah one thing i want to say because i think people uh looking at the comments misunderstood what i said earlier um when i said talking about css uh, i was oh, saying I don't learn talk CSS. about speeding <laughs> oh no 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 i mean I, I guess i should probably clarify that too but <laughs> Uh, no, sorry. I was I was just distinguishing skills that will indirectly and directly make you more money. But yeah, learning CSS will absolutely make you more proficient and save you time. So you should learn CSS. I'm not telling you not to learn it, but there's there's skills that will uh, that you do. Can you think directly... there's lots of people that now don't feel like they need to learn it because yeah, with, Divi I mean, with... is so available. But I honestly think you do. Like the amount of times, do. if you can just learn CSS, you can save yourself. So much heartache. And yes, Divi yeah. has a lot built in, but there's still lots that is not built in. Yeah. That yeah, if absolutely. you understand it, yeah. well worth And it'll only take one person to ask you just to do something really, really specific. And you, if you can't use you positioning or some kind of transformation with that particular text that somebody wants in a particular order, mm -hmm. you're going to be in trouble and you're going to spend a long, long time trying to sort it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like the we thing use... is too, with Divi, is only for Divi content. And so yeah. the second you start having like gravity forms and, and other yeah. plugins and everything, you're going to need CSS to customize. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. We use, we use gravity forms for every single form and we use a lot of CSS uh, with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So my final thought, the thing I wanted to say is uh, I'm a firm believer that the best, absolute best investment you can make is in yourself right like if you like thinking about investing like 
in the traditional sense. You could take your money, you could put it in the stock market, you could put it in crypto, you could do this, you can do that. But if you take that same amount of money and invest in yourself and level up your skills, you will see a higher return on investment. You will beat the market when you compare it to the stock market or crypto or, or whatever, real estate, you will beat it. Uh, because when you level up your skills, you can make more money in the short term and the long term. And like every single year, you will you will reap the benefits of that. And so um, so I'm, that's something that I've done over the past like 10 years is continuously leveling up by spending a lot of money on courses and it's it's done me really well and so um yeah so my 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 shameless plug my selfless plug is uh, <laughs> eric eric called it <laughs> uh if you do want to level up and you are creating websites with divi i have two courses that are out and available today and two courses that are forthcoming so uh, divi creator pro helps divi users create better websites more efficiently uh, and then the, the speed optimization course helps you create faster websites and teaches you how to use that as a service uh to be able to, to sell that as a service for recurring revenue and then uh seo course e-commerce and theme builder course are all coming up uh this year i mentioned there's two there's actually three forthcoming so so that's it divilife.com that's my shameless plug busy times busy times yeah whew, so busy yeah. if uh, you are here live go ahead and smash that like button uh, and we would love a review. Um, whoever oh, yeah. leaves a review will get a super awesome gift. I'm not going to tell you what it is, Ooh. but you're going to get a gift. It'll be announced as soon as I come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to get we need to get some reviews. So if you're here live and you benefit, or, or you're watching this later, and you benefit from this podcast and you've learned something, pay it forward and just uh, yeah. write us a review. That helps more people discover us. That helps us continue staying motivated to continue putting on this podcast. So that's It's amazing my, how my many people team. like Mike and Eric are like, yeah, like I discovered this podcast and then I like binged it all and I learned heaps from it. And then we've got like 10 reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it literally amazing. is the, like the least amount of effort <laughs> you can do to help us. <laughs> Like it doesn't cost you anything. Just and Andrew says, Strifler always breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Speeding and breaking the rules. Indeed. Yeah. And to Andrew's point, because um, he's like, speeding gets you a ticket. And it absolutely does. Because here's the thing I was talking about the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. Cops. <laughs> They enforce the letter of the law. They don't care yeah, if there is no one around. <laughs> that's, so, that's, true. that's their job. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, uh, either watching live with us on YouTube or watching the replay or listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, we will be back same time, same place next Tuesday. Thanks, everyone. Thank take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.